welcome to the Midlife-ish podcast, where you learn how to wake up and slay through menopause with mindful living. I'm your host, Dr. Joyelle, your board-certified OBGYN and perimenopause health coach. There's a lot of ish that happens during these midlife years, and you're probably bombarded by the pressure of beating the clock before you hit menopause. Are you a professional woman between the ages of 40 and 50 and afraid of how you'll look, feel, and even think when you approach menopause? Are you over 40 experiencing hot flashes, mood swings, lack of energy, and just feel lost on what to do to manage your symptoms? Are you over 40 and you cringe with each birthday because it means you're one year closer to menopause and you might just run out of time to fulfill your biggest dreams? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are where you are supposed to be. This podcast will not only prepare you for what to expect during the midlife years, but equip you with simple, integrative strategies to manage your menopausal symptoms. Ladies, you will learn that you are not heading towards a midlife crisis, but a midlife revolution as you embrace the evolution of yourself. So let's get started so you can slay your day. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I wanted to ask you the question of, are you open to adjusting? Are you open to adjusting? I was just a guest on a podcast the other day and the host was asking me, you know, about pivotal moments in my life and also moments where I had to adjust. And I laughed because there has been a whole lot of adjusting. (laughs) Thinking about all the times that I've had to adjust to certain things. And I also think about that, that is, that is what perimenopause and intermenopause is really all about adjusting to different um, things that are happening to your body and to your mind and to the world around you. It's a whole lot of adjusting. And I did a uh, Instagram live the other day. I'm like, oh, I haven't been on here in a while because I've been adjusting. <laughs> I've been adjusting to the kids being back in school. And, you know, when I was homeschooling, I think a lot of you know, if you don't know, I I homeschooled my three kids last year. Um, That was another adjustment, (laughs) you know, because of the pandemic, I decided to keep my kids home and homeschool them. And like, I was like straight in, like I wasn't, it wasn't like a virtual, like they were home and I was actually getting a curriculum and teaching the children which was crazy. I'm like, I am not a teacher, but it was fun and crazy at the same time. (laughs) So now I was like, okay, this year y'all going back to school because yeah, homeschooling was cool, but yeah, I'm ready for y'all to go back. (laughs) And they were ready to go back too. Um, But when I was homeschooling, I, before I got the kids up, I would do my morning routine. I would meditate. I would read my Bible. I would read my um, daily meditation um, or the daily devotional. 
I would write in my journal, my gratitude journal, um, exercise. I was I was doing a lot, <laughs> and it wasn't like I wasn't I was not taking two hours to do this. So, so it probably took about an hour. And you know, and I think I've said this before, like all these things, you don't have to do it for like you know hours on end. It can be five minutes here, ten minutes there. So that's what I did, and I also worked on my business. So when I was homeschooling, I had time to, you know, do these things and then get the kids up and, get, you know, and then homeschool. So now the kids are back in school. So they have to wake up earlier. And that means I need to wake up earlier <laughs> in order for me to do the things that I do in the morning, because that is how I started my morning. That's how I, you know, filled my cup up so I can start off with the good sense of zen and just good energy, um, positive energy just to start my day. So as the kids have gone back to school, that kind of threw me off because I didn't have enough time to do the things that I needed to do. And that as I was slipping, I mean, like, you know, I've said before, I am not perfect. There are times where I am not doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. And my body tells me. So when I was slipping and not doing the things that I was doing to fill my cup every morning, my night sweat started to come back. I was starting to get headaches. And real talk, I was also stressing about fifth grade homework. (laughs) Y'all, fifth grade homework is kicking my butt. Like, I need to tutor for myself and teach my child. Like, seriously, this is like, this is, this has not been cool. We've been we have been staying up to nine o'clock at night doing homework. I'm like, no, 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 this is not acceptable. <laughs> this can't be happening. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. So, so yeah, it's been a lot of adjusting to, you know, just kind of getting back into this routine, get the kids ready, getting them kind of being more self-sufficient. So, so I can do the things that I want to do in the morning. So I'm like, okay, wake them up, you know, make sure they're up. Um, tell them to get dressed and not go exercise, you know, real quick, go downstairs in the basement and exercise. And, you know, so again, just being able to adjust. And, um, and like I said, you know, I was thrown off a little bit though, because, you know, I, it, it felt like I didn't have enough time to do that things that I needed to do. And that's when my symptoms started to come back. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, this is, this is not, I'm, I'm not allowing this. <laughs> These symptoms cannot <laughs> take over. I'm not going to let that happen. So again, you have to be open. I have, had to be open to adjusting when I was doing my morning routine. So part of my morning routine became, um, uh, became afternoon routine um, or even the evening time. I kind of push things, um, some of the things like writing in my journal to the evening time right before I go to bed. Um, and then, you know, do some of the other things that I was doing, taking a little bit less time to do that. So I can, again, be able to get the kids ready and all that good stuff. So I adjusted and then my symptoms went back away. Like they were like, all right, girl, you, you, you back on track. (laughs) So, and that also took me, took, um, me to actually listen to my body, right? Like my body was like, no, this is not working. Like you need to do, you need to get back on track. So your body is, you know, reminds you 
when you're slipping or when you when you are off and what you know you you need to kind of give you a clue to like you need to get back on track or do something to <laughs> get back on track. So with perimenopause into menopause, there are so many things that are happening in regards to, you know, these physical changes and our um, mental changes that are occurring. And then there's, you know, stressors in life that, that's going on, whether it's personally or professionally, that things are are going on. And we we have to be open that we there are things that we have to just um, adjust in order to feel better or in order to restore our energy and, you know, keep that positive energy um, within us. So there are going to be times when you're going to have to adjust, you know, we, before perimenopause and menopause, we're so used to, you know, doing certain things like a certain way, like, you know, how we're eating, how we exercise. But then when we get to menopause, perimenopause and menopause, it's like those things that we were doing to maintain don't work anymore. So that means we have to adjust. We have to adjust how we eat or what we eat. We have to adjust how we exercise. The exercise that we're doing before is not quite working to, you know, maintain our weight or maintain, you know, uh, the endorphin, the release of endorphins that that we used to get that boost. Um, it, it's not working anymore. So we have to adjust how we exercise. We may even have to adjust how we um, manage our stress because, you know, in these midlife years, there's more stress that can potentially um, occur. So we have to um, maybe boost or um, change how we manage our stress, whether it's more um, meditation, more yoga, whatever that is, we have to figure that out. And to get to the bottom line that we have to uh, fill our cups, be able to fill our cups every single day, um, because that is required in order for us to manage through this menopausal transition. You know, speaking to my client the other day and, you know, she during her um, as she's going through the program, we talk about exercise and she created this routine um, that when when she would do um, exercise on certain days and there have been days where she's missed. And, you know, for whatever reason, you know, again, being a mom, being a professional, things get hectic and we um, don't have time to exercise. So she adjusted um, when she exercised. And then also if she missed a whole day, um, then she would just exercise the next day. So she's, you know, being open to adjusting. And when you are open to adjusting, you're also not beating yourself up for not doing certain things, right? Like again, with my client, like she was telling me how she would, when she missed doing something or didn't do something, she would beat herself up. And that's what I do too. Like I, what I, what I did, I would beat myself up for, for not completing a task or for not doing the things that I want to do, uh, that I plan to do. Um, you beat yourself up, but if you are open to um, adjusting and then also giving yourself grace. That's always the thing too. You have to give yourself grace. Like, okay, I didn't exercise yesterday or I didn't um, do as far as eating or um, self-care, whatever that thing is. I didn't do what I wanted to do because of the craziness that happened yesterday. You're allowed that. That ha- things happen, right? There's also gonna be something that <laughs> pops off. You're like, oh gosh, let's throw everything off. But you have to um, give yourself grace. Like, okay, this happened. I'm gonna start again the next day, 
and you know tomorrow's a whole new day and I can start over and do the things that I need to do. Um, and the other thing, uh, going back to my client, she she was also able to hold herself accountable because she's she knows that she made this commitment to do a certain thing in regards to a lot of things that she's doing as she's going through the program and she's holding herself accountable, but she also has me to hold herself accountable. And that's why it's, it's, it's so important as you are going through these changes that um, you're not only making these adjustments and, you know, being open to um, the change and embracing the change and making these adjustments, but also keeping um, ourselves accountable is so important, whether it's keeping yourself accountable or having or having someone else keep you accountable to help you stay on track and also help you remain, you know, consistent. Because this is also a thing that's that that you may have to do over and over again as far as adjusting adjusting as you're going through the menopausal transition because there can be times when you um you know you get to a point where you're managing your symptoms everything's going great and then something you know something crazy happens some extra stress or whatever that is throws you off your symptoms may come back or new symptoms may arise so you have to be again be able um, to get back on track. And if you are um, at a point where you have um, disciplined yourself and held yourself accountable, you are able to, you know, manage your symptoms like, like, like your body and your mind needs, um, needs you to be. Um, So it's a, it's a thing that that will happen over and over again, as far as adjusting. And like I said, in the beginning, are you open to adjusting? Because I think the other thing that happens to us, which definitely that um, happened to me in the beginning of my journey is that we resist, like we're not open to adjusting. We don't, we're not open to change. We resist it. Like, no, I don't want to (laughs) change. This is what I've been doing. This is what I've been doing all along. It's been working. It was working before. Why isn't that working now? So you resist, you you um, deny symptoms that are happening like, no, um, you know, I'm too young for this. I don't have time to address this. Like, no. And you resist it and, and things just get worse and worse and worse. <laughs> so we have to um, just be open, be open to adjusting, embracing the change at the same time, because, you know, it's going to happen. Change is going to happen. Is this is something that you can do um, to stop it? This is um, what we are um, destined to go into. But again, this is this is your opportunity to nourish you and prioritize you and um, be your best self, be the better version of yourself at the same time. Because this is your next level. Um, like I said before, menopause, um, going into this menopause transition and into menopause, this is not the end. This is actually the beginning of the better version of you as you are on really becoming the person that you are meant to be. And that is what um, my clients realize as they're going through my program, Menopause Moguls. That is what they are um, uh, learning. And um, they are really just, you know, embracing themselves, which is just so awesome to see because I know that feeling that you there's a there's a light bulb that comes on that that may have been dim before. So I just I just love love to see and I just love to be a part of um that journey for them. So if you are 
a professional woman of color over 40 who, you know, want to start a business or pivot to something new in their career, but really being um, held back by their, by your symptoms, um, being overwhelmed, feeling stuck. And, and because your symptoms are just, just getting, honestly, getting in your own way and you need help. You need someone to hold you accountable. You need community to, for you to kind of just um, let everything out and, and just, and talk about what you're going through and just get that relief of just being able to just talk about with other women who are going through similar things. Schedule a discovery call with me to see if the menopause mobile program is a good fit for you. Um, because as women are going through my program, it is just awesome to see how they are really, truly, are, they're gaining clarity and energy and focus to move forward to start their own businesses. And it's just, oh my gosh, like it just lights me up. <laughs> I just get chills every time I speak to them because it's always some type of breakthrough um, as they're going through um, the program. And I want the same for everyone, everyone. Um, to to be able to have that 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 sense of clarity, like after these symptoms, after you be able to manage those symptoms, having that sense of clarity, and you it's like those clouds open up, like oh, I actually can 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 see, I can actually see what what I want to become and and where I want to go, so. So that's all I have for you today, ladies. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day and the rest of your week. And I will talk to you next time. All right, guys, take care. Thank you for listening. If you had any aha moments, please subscribe and share this podcast with all the ladies in your circle. Then head on over to www.drjoyelle.com to get my monthly newsletter and join my Facebook group so we all can slay our day together.